Welcome to D, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Good day, my dear brothers and sisters. Welcome to Deep, and today is Soul Sunday. My name is Justin Torres from Melbourne, Australia. I invite you to reflect on today's Gospel. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus took Peter, John, and James and went up the mountain to pray. While he was praying, his face changed in appearance and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men who were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had been overcome by sleep, but becoming fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As they were about to part from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But he did not know what he was saying. While he was still speaking, a cloud came and cast a shadow over them. And they became frightened when they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. After the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. They fell silent and did not at that time tell anyone what they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Can I share with you a personal victory? A few weeks ago, our eldest, Lucas, started school. Here in Australia, proper schooling starts when they are five and they enter prep. I feel that this is a great milestone for me and for my wife as parents. After the hardships of dealing with his toddlerhood, the tantrums, and relentless energy, here we are, parents of a school kid. But this is not the only thing I would like to share. You see, a few months ago, my wife and I were faced with quite a difficult decision. You see, the most practical option was for us to bring Lucas to the public school. I say it is practical because of three things. First, the school is less than 400 meters from our house. Our son could literally walk to school. Second, the school is cheap. As a matter of fact, it's free, hence the name public. And third, the school has a high rating in terms of primary school qualities in this side of Melbourne it would be highly likely that our son would succeed if he went to that school. 
seems to be a no-brainer. Yet, we chose the less practical one. We ended up bringing Lucas to a Catholic school. It is a little farther than the public school, and the traffic every morning, oh, it's just horrendous as this side of our suburb. Secondly, the school is private, which means we have to pay private school fees, which while they are not as costly as other elite private schools, it means that his education would eat a portion of our budget. And third, the school is good. It is not as popular as the high-ranking public schools close to our home. It was just okay. Yet what made us go with the Catholic school in our decision-making is this. We prayed really hard as to what God wanted for Lucas. As part of our discernment process, my wife and I talked about what Lucas really needs not just as a person, but as a young Christian. Surely we can guide Lucas at home, but having a faith formation outside the house seems to be as important, especially in a very secular society which we currently live in. Academic formation is just secondary to his faith formation. And this is what we decided more than anything else. We believe that Lucas needs to form a deep relationship with the Lord more than anything else in the world. And you know what, my dear brothers and sisters? Another thing that helped our discernment is the name of the school itself. Seems trivial for some, but for us, we saw it as a sign. It was a eureka moment for us. The name of Lucas's school is Lumen Christi, which in Latin means the light of Christ. It's as if the Lord spoke to us and said, you as any parent would like your child to shine brightly, to be bright and stand out of the crowd. But what sense is being bright if the light that you shine is not that of Christ? And we, as parents, do not want that. We'd rather have a dull child as long as he radiates the light of the Lord, the light of Christ to others. We don't want anything for Lucas, our Lucas, but to be a loving and God-fearing boy who would want to serve the Lord and others before himself. We want him to shine above the rest, not with his own light, but by the light radiated by Christ. In today's gospel, we encounter the Lord shining brightly before Peter, James, and John with the two prophets in his left and right. Bible scholars tell us that this event, the event of Jesus being transfigured, happened close to the time of Jesus' passion and death. And the transfiguration is really a prefiguration or a premonition of Jesus' glorious resurrection. We know that Jesus is God, but when he became man, he took off 
everything that resembles the glory of his nature as God. And this moment of the transfiguration is the unraveling of his nature as God to the mortals before him, the three apostles. Jesus' glory couldn't be hidden, and it manifested too greatly that his face shined brightly, and even his clothes turned into dazzling white, as we were told in the gospel. Interestingly, Peter seemed to feel this glory, this light of Christ shining so brightly, and it must have brought them a feeling of overjoy and triumph, of great achievement of power. Peter was overwhelmed. He yelled out, Lord, let's not leave this place. Let's build tents for you and Elijah and Moses here. As if at the background, he's also saying, we'll be famous here. We can be your main men. This is our opportunity for success. They will stop hunting us anymore. They will stop hunting us. We don't have to suffer. This is glory nobody can't deny. We won't be underdogs with rule over the rest. And then the sky opened with a voice of the Father. This is my beloved Son. Listen to Him. All light in this world, all consolation, all blessing comes from God. Things are bright and glorious because God's light shines in them. And yet many a time, we are like Peter and we feel delusional. We feel that the glorious things, the glorious events in our lives, the achievements, the fame, the power, the money, we feel that they come from our own life. And we settle. We wanted to build, we want to build a tent around these light without realizing that the source of this brightness is nothing but Jesus alone. Jesus is the source of unfailing light and his light, the light of Christ should be our aim. This is why the voice from the sky bellowed to the three apostles as if bellowing to all of us too. This is God's beloved Son, whose light is the reason why everything beautiful in this world shines bright. Listen to Him. Abide in Him. Bring glory only to Him. Many times, we feel we shine our own lights. But here's the thing. We are mere satellites of Christ's light. And if we are far from Jesus, the source of light, the source of unfailing light, we will be dark. We will start losing our light. We will stop being bright. 
Turn to the Lord, my dear brothers and sisters, and aim to replicate His brightness to the world. And how do we do this? First, be humble. Nothing, not even the things you achieve because of your skills is your own making. Second, be a person for others. Give even if it hurts. Give until it hurts. Forgive even if you are right. Always think of others before yourself because this is the nature of Christ's life, light. It exists to give light to every creation. We should be the same. And third, do everything for the glory of God. Be the light in the world by pointing to our source of light, who is Jesus himself. And thus I invite you to pray with me. Lord, forgive us for the many times we feel we are the brightest in the group we are in. Remind me always that you are the source of light itself. But even you chose to shine so that the world can gain light. Everything about you is selfless. Teach me to be the same. Make me radiate, not my own light, but yours. May your light, the light of Christ, bring me closer to you so I can bring others, not to me, but to your own brightness. Amen. May the Lord be glorified forever.